On this Whiteboard Wednesday, we're going to discuss the topic of stress. In the past, I've talked about stress and its relationship and importance when it comes to adaptation. And that then underpins things like supercompensation and the two-factor model. With training, we're trying to get the right amount of stress. And that cannot be overemphasized. Not as much stress as we can, but the right amount of stress. That is not too little and not too much. We want an amount that leads to an adaptation that's as efficient as possible. We need to understand what stress is, so we can ensure that our training has the right dose of stress that leads to the most efficient adaptations and also avoids the chance of either exhaustion or even injury. There are two broad types of stress. There's what we call eustress and then there's distress. Eustress is when the body is challenged enough that it leads to a positive adaptation. So you can think of eustress as the right amount that's kind of good. Distress, on the other hand, is when the body is overwhelmed with the actual challenge presented by the training stimulus and it cannot cope. And this then leads to negative outcomes. We can picture a graph plotting resistance to stress against stress. If we have resistance to stress on the vertical axis and stress on the horizontal axis, it appears similar to an inverted U or a normal distribution. And what we basically see is here where stress is low, the actual resistance is also relatively low as well. Moving on to the middle, you see an increase in the amount of stress going up in an increased level of resistance or ability to respond to that stimulus. Moving on further though, we then see a sharp decline in our ability to resist and compensate from that stress. And that is the realm of distress. That is, we've got too much stress in the system and we can't actually improve. This can be realized a few different ways. Physically, it could be overreaching, overtraining. If it's psychological or mental, it could be burnout. We can also plot tolerance to stress against stress as well. And what we'll see is our tolerance remains relatively high until a certain point where the stress becomes too much and again, it drops off sharply. We can also look at the relationship between fatigue and stress. So fatigue that is reducing our capacity on the vertical axis and stress along the horizontal axis. As stress increases, so does fatigue. It gets to a point where fatigue will again overwhelm the system and we can't elicit the right level of performance needed in training. When we talk about stress, we don't just mean the specific stimulus of training stress itself. We actually mean all forms of stress overall. And that's really important to consider as well. So if you have a lot of stress from work or your home life, that can actually interfere with your training as well. The reason for this is stress is cumulative. So all stress adds up. Your body only has the capacity to deal with so much stress overall. And you might find that the training volume and the training intensity isn't that high, but you keep just having really bad days, you feel flat, or you can't really bring to bear a good level of performance that you need during training. Think of your body only having a certain capacity for stress and a certain amount of adaptive energy that has ability to tolerate with so much stress overall. When you exceed that limit, as we've shown here with resistance, tolerance, and fatigue, we'll see some form of breakdown. It could be a breakdown in our technique, could be overreaching, overtraining, could be that feeling of being burnt out psychologically, a loss of motivation when you just don't want to train, or you feel really banged up. You're not necessarily injured, but you feel really flat when you train, and you can't do the required work. We can look at stress in a general sense or a specific sense, but regardless, stress is cumulative. It all adds up collectively. There's only so much stress overall your body can handle. When we look at training stress specifically, it's not just our energy systems and muscles that are subject to this stress. It's also connective tissue, our endocrine system, as well as our nervous system amongst everything. And your body responds to that stress by prioritizing what it has to deal with by releasing hormones, breaking down tissue, rebuilding tissue. So whilst you might not think that 
a heavy squat session is going to affect your ability to bench press, it actually can. You might get a large dose of stress from that squat session, it actually reduces your ability to generate a large amount of force when you're bench pressing. So a lot of people, that's not really obvious. We can also look at stress in a general sense. Your body only has so much capacity to deal with so much stress overall. So stress from outside of training, like relationships, lifestyle, family, work, anything like that, can actually have an impact on your training. We wanna minimize the external stress as best we can. If we can't minimize, then we're gonna to have to reduce the amount of training stress we're gonna undergo. Otherwise, we're not gonna have that right amount of stress, and we're gonna end up in a level of distress where we don't see any improvements in our performance at all. We're gonna accumulate and manage the correct amount of stress that causes those improvements in our performance. We need stress, but we need the right amount of stress. Practically, why does this matter? Firstly, you don't just jam additional training into a program. You might move from being in that sweet spot of eustress that's gonna to lead to a positive adaptation, over into a level of distress where you might overreach, overtrain, get injured, or just feel flat. With that, more is not necessarily better. A low dose won't have any significant harm to you, will lead to your body responding and trying to fight and deal with that in the future. Too high of a dose can have serious negative outcomes. The other thing to really remember is stress is cumulative. It all adds up. Based on your training maturity, your training history, your injuries, as well as your anatomy and physiology, it's all gonna to come together to really determine what the right amount of stress is for you and train. Find that right amount of stress that is as efficient as possible, that doesn't lead to negative outcomes like exhaustion, but leads to a positive adaptation.